Patrick DeVitt better have his roof looked at <laughs> before his insurance company sends him a letter. He's the homeowner that has a house in the 4700 block of Northchester Avenue on the city's northwest side. And it was his son and his father-in-law inside the house at the time. They're just having lunch at the kitchen table and they hear a loud boom. He's on his way home from work. And it was a slide from a Boeing 767 airplane. It was a Chicago bound from Zurich. It landed right next to their house, damaged a downspout, damaged roof shingles. And this new video from a surveillance camera shows the plane flying overhead. And then seconds later, you see the slide falling from the sky before it landed right on this guy's house, right next to it. I mean, not on top of it. I was kind of surprised by the size of it. Never really had gotten a look at it. Well, in reading about that and hearing about it and watching it, we saw that Professor Joe Sweeterman from DePaul University made some interesting comments about that. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Sweeterman. How are you today? Yeah, glad to be here. You've worked for United, right? So you know a thing or two about this. I did years ago. It's been a few decades, but uh, the place has a soft uh, spot in my heart, so I I smiled, but also uh, had concerns when I heard about something like this happening. Yeah, they say it's rare. Apparently, it happened in 2016 in Phoenix near Sky Harbor Airport, and then again in 2019 in Boston near Logan Airport. When something like this happens, uh, does the airline go into crisis mode, or they kind of brush it off? What's next? You know, it is really a remarkable story, and I follow air travel real closely, and this is not like, you know, a bird strike or a wind shear or something where they report an incident. This is uh, clearly something that happened with the aircraft. Uh, remarkably, that the pilots didn't know about something as basic as this happening, as a major part of the plane falling off. And... Uh, That's, I think, what's really raising eyebrows here is that, you know, it took a a call from uh, a homeowner to say, hey, this landed. And the unique design of 767 allowed this to happen. But, boy, it's it's an eyebrow raiser. Yeah, because if something just minor goes wrong with my car, the check engine light goes on. So you would think there would be a sensor or something that would indicate that the slide has fallen. Uh, So tell us, I mean, if you know aircraft on this Boeing 767, there was no door that would have had to fall with it or did a door or hatch open and it fell well that's exactly right i mean there's sensors on airplanes for everything and uh backup systems because usually you know several things have to go wrong for an accident to occur so you know thankfully this happened and everything else was just fine so the plane landed but the 767-300 is a unique design where the uh, evacuation sheets are actually on the wings and not on the main fuselage of the airplane and because of that, there was no sensor because uh, it's not connected to the main fuselage. And so it's tended to be triggered by when the door opens, if you say landing uh, on water or an emergency at an airport. You know, you open the door and then that triggers the chute to, uh, uh, to open. Uh, but the, the chute is not attached to the uh, main part of the airplane. So that meant uh, with no uh, sensor, you know, the plane blissfully landed probably with this thing hanging out of the airplane for a little while before the wind probably blew it off and it detached. But, you know, had that happened right at landing or something, that could have been a really trickier situation. So what do you think they're doing now? Does everybody get their plane checked at this point to make sure that this isn't something that could commonly happen? 
Yeah, I think that's really going to be the uh, National Safety Board's first question is whether something like this were it to happen in a different circumstance, like right when the plane is taking off or in high winds where there could have been more resistance, uh, uh, that whether that could create a you know possible accident. If it would, the worst case scenario for the airlines is grounding all those 767-300s, which are really workhorses across the Atlantic. And uh, so far, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But if they see that there's something wrong with uh, uh, activation of these chutes, you know, that's uh, this could be a messy situation. Yeah, I would imagine. Did you hear about the messy situation that Delta Airlines had yesterday when one of their flights was stuck on the tarmac for hours without AC and people started passing out? It, uh, we have that rule, boy, and you mess with that. There's huge fines, and unfortunately, the three-hour rule uh, is a long time. So if you're sitting on that runway for two hours without air conditioning, you know, that heat in that airplane can hit 105, 110 degrees, worst case, and that's really dangerous. So um, that's uh, – yeah, I was on a plane for an hour and a half a week or so ago in a, a snowstorm, a, a rainstorm. And I couldn't believe how miserable it felt, you know, yeah. with that humidity building up. So that's uh, Delta took it on the chin for that one. Yeah, they said at least passengers are claiming it was 111 in the cabin and people were passing out. And the flight attendants actually had to attend to some of them with oxygen. And at least one was taken away um, from the flight on a stretcher. That is so frustrating when you're you're on a plane and they don't let you off and you've pushed back and you're sitting there and you're like, all right, just let us off the plane especially when we're seeing these extremely hot temps in Vegas and Phoenix and other areas out west. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I think it all fits together where it goes wrong when you got really tight seat configurations, flights are going out full, passengers are getting to the airport early and they're often boarding those airplanes, you know, 15, 20 minutes for departure. So you throw on a two-hour tarmac sit in that environment and it's really uh there is health risk with circulation on your your legs and so forth so i think airlines uh are in difficult part you pull back to that gate people spread out and then suddenly you're you're delayed another hour but they really got that one wrong yeah absolutely thank you so much for joining us today and offering your insight Good talking. Dr. Joseph Sweeterman, the professor at DePaul University School of Public Service. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.